It's 841 on this Monday edition of Jacksonville's Morning News. The life of uh, Rosalind Carter is being honored and remembered across the country. The former first lady passing at her South Georgia home in Plains yesterday at the age of 96. She had just entered hospice care a few days prior, which came more than a half year after her battle with dementia was ultimately revealed. Live team coverage continues in Washington. Fox's Jared Halpern. We've already heard President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden offering their condolences. They were very close with the Carter family. Uh, they were. They uh, listen. I think that there's a, a small fraternity, right, of a former presidents, and certainly, uh, you know, Jimmy Carter uh, did a lot to sort of, you know, present himself in a uh, way to help presidents throughout his uh, his decades out of office. In a statement, uh, the president said uh, that Ro- Rosalind Carter's life is uh, first lady of Georgia and first lady of the United States. She did so much to address many of society's greatest needs, calling her a champion for equal rights and opportunities for women and girls, an advocate for mental health and wellness, and a supporter of the often unseen and uncompensated caregivers of our children, aging loved ones, and people uh, with disabilities. Above all, the president said the deep love shared between Jimmy and Rosalind Carter is the definition of partnership, and their humble leadership is the definition of patriotism. You've seen uh, across the political spectrum, uh, tributes uh, come out to uh, uh, Rosalind Carter. Uh, we saw statements from uh, the former first ladies, Michelle Obama and, and Melania Trump as well. And, um, you know, she is somebody who certainly um, was side by side with her husband for such a long time. And as people sort of look back and reflect on the time spent even out of office uh, of that couple, certainly a lot to to be thankful for and a lot to extol in, in what uh, Rosalind Carter did. We heard from our partner stations, WSB Radio and TV in Atlanta. Most of the funeral arrangements are set for next week after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and most in Georgia between Atlanta and the small town of Plains where they grew up and lived uh, out their lives and lived uh, before their uh, public service. Is anything planned for Washington that we know of at this time? Not that we know of yet. Um, doesn't mean that there won't be, although a lot of those plans are decided by the family. So right. It would be entirely up to uh, the Carter family, sort of where they, they wanted to, um, you know, have those services. Certainly Plains, Georgia was near and dear to uh, to the couple's heart. And so I imagine you'll see a lot in there. We'll see if the president um, has any events scheduled here at the White House. He does have a couple of public events today. We'll see if he makes mention. Um, and certainly we'll keep an eye out for any events that may pop up here in Washington over the next couple of days and weeks. The turkey pardon and a birthday celebration at the White House. That's a combo. What a day. Yeah, the turkey pardoning, I think, the highlight of any president's uh, four years in office. (laughs) We'll have President Biden uh, do that tradition. Dates back to uh, the Truman administration of this public pardoning of turkey. Uh, Coming on President Biden, as you pointed out, his 81st birthday, the oldest person now to um, be president of the United States at a time where a lot of public polling, we saw more come out over the weekend, show that his age is a primary concern of voters. And so look for that to be something that uh, this White House and his reelection campaign spend a lot of time trying to push back on, whether it's through his schedule, whether it's through the events that he holds, because, um, yeah, it, it is something that uh, is showing up in poll after poll. And today marks uh, the 81st birthday for uh, President Biden. Uh, no public party plan that I've seen on the schedule yet, but maybe we'll have a cake or cupcake here at the press briefing this afternoon. I'll keep you posted. Okay, appreciate that update. <laughs> As we reflect back on that APEC summit from last week, is there any fresh reporting out about uh, any new agreements that may have come between Presidents uh, Xi and Biden? 
I think one of the major ones was, I mean, and the way it's been pushed is that there was certainly an agreement to keep these lines of communication open, which was one of the takeaways that this White House was looking for. You saw some agreements, too, as it relates to artificial intelligence and uh, the militaries, both presidents uh, agreeing that there is not a place for artificial intelligence in like nuclear weapons arsenals and, and things like that. And so you did see a little bit of common ground in that area. Certainly you saw a willingness from both sides to continue these talks and uh, continue uh, these exchanges to try and prevent any sort of conflict or any sort of confrontation. I thought it was notable that one of the things coming out of the readouts from both of these uh, meetings or both sides of the same meeting is sort of this acknowledgement that both leaders w- would kind of speak well of each other in public. And then a couple of hours later at his news conference, President Biden was sort of asked to assess whether or not he still believed that she was a dictator. And he said, uh, yes. And so we'll see if that has any sort of fallout uh, here in the, the days ahead. All right. We'll be following a lot of storylines throughout uh, today and in the coming days. Fox's Jared Halpern live team coverage in Washington. Thanks for the update.